Section One of Mince Pie. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Section One of Mince Pie by Christopher Morley. On filling an inkwell, those who buy their ink in little stone jugs may prefer to do so because the puddle reminds them of cruiskeen lawn or ginger beer with its wire-bound cork but they miss a noble delight ink should be bought in the tall blue glass quart bottle with the ingenious non-drip spout and once every three weeks or so when you fill your ink well it is your privilege to elevate the flask against the brightness of a window and meditate with a breath of sadness on the joys and problems that sacred fluid holds in solution how blue it shines toward the light blue as lupin or larkspur or cornflower ay and even so blue art thou my scriven to think how far the written page falls short of the bright ecstasy of thy dream in the bottle what magnificence of unpenned stuff lies cool and liquid what fluency of essay what fonts of song as the bottle glints blue as a squill or a hyacinth blue as the meadows of elysium or the eyes of girls loved by young poets meseems the racing pen might almost gain upon the thoughts that are turning the bend in the road a jolly throng those thoughts i can see them talking and laughing together but when pen reaches the road's turning the thoughts are gone far ahead their delicate figures are silhouettes against the sky it is a sacramental matter this filling the inkwell is there a writer however humble who has not poured into his writing-pot with the ink some wistful hopes or prayers for what may emerge from that dark source is there not some particular reverence due the inkwell some form of propitiation to humbug the powers of evil and constraint that devil the journalist satan hovers near the ink-pot luther solved the matter by throwing the well itself the apparition that savors to me too much of homeopathy if satan ever puts his face over my desk i shall hurl a volume of harold bell right at him but what becomes of the ink-pots of glory the conduit of which boswell drew for charles dilly in the poultry the great river of his johnson the well was it of blue china whence flowed dream children a reverie it was written on folio ledger sheets from east india house i saw the manuscript only yesterday in a room of dalesford pennsylvania where much of the richest ink of the last two centuries is lovingly laid away the pot of chuckling fluid where harry fielding dipped his pen to tell the history of a certain foundling the inkwells of the cafe de la source on Boulmich. do they by any chance remember which it was that r l s used 
one of the happiest tremors of my life was when i went to that cafe and called for a book and writing material just because r l s had once written letters there and the inkwell poe used at that boarding-house in greenwich street new york april eighteen forty four when he wrote to his dear muddy his mother-in-law to describe how he and virginia had reached a haven of square meals that hopeful letter so perfect now in pathos for breakfast we had excellent flavoured coffee hot and strong not very clear and no great deal of cream veal cutlets elegant ham and eggs and nice bread and butter i never sat down to a more plentiful or nicer breakfast i wish you could have seen the eggs and the great dishes of meat sis his wife is delighted and we are both in excellent spirits she has coughed hardly any and had no night sweat she is now busy mending my pants which i tore against a nail i went out last night and bought a skein of silk a skein of thread two buttons a pair of slippers and a tin pan for the stove the fire kept all night we have now got four dollars and a half left to-morrow i am going to try and borrow three dollars so that i might have a fortnight to go upon i feel in excellent spirits and haven't drank a drop so that i hope soon to get out of trouble yes let us clear the typewriter off the table an inkwell is a sacred thing do you ever stop to think when you see the grimy spattered desks of a public post-office how many eager or puzzled human hearts have tried in those dingy little ink-cups to set themselves right with fortune what blissful meetings have been appointed what scribblings of pain and sorrow out of those founts of common speech and the inkwells on hotel counters does not the public dipping place of bellevue hotel boston when a new dignity in my memory when i know as i learned lately that rupert brooke registered there in the spring of nineteen fourteen i remember too a certain pleasant vibration when signing my name one day in the bellevue's book i found miss agnes replier's autograph a little above on the same page among our younger friends vachel lindsay comes to mind as one who has done honour to the inkwell his apology for the bottle volcanic is in his best flow of secret smiling save an unfortunate dilution of riley sometimes i dip my pen and find the bottle full of fire the salamanders flying forth i cannot but admire o oh, sad deceiving ink as bad as liquor in its way all demons of a bottle size have pranced from you to-day and seize my pen for hobby-horse as witches ride a broom and left a trail of brimstone words and plots and gobs of gloom and yet when i am extra good here i omit the transfusion of riley my bottle spreads a rainbow mist and from the vapour fine ten thousand troops from fairyland come riding in a line i suppose it is a mark of a trifling mind yet i like to hear of the little particulars that surrounded those whose pens struck sparks it is boswell that leads us into the habit of thought i like to know what the author wore how he sat what the furniture of his desk and chamber who cooked his meals for him and with what appetite he approached them the mind soars by an effort to the grand and lofty 
so dipped hazlet in some favoured ink-bottle it is at home in the grovelling the disagreeable and the little i like to think as i look along the bookshelves that every one of these favourites was born out of an inkwell i imagine the hopes and visions that throng the author's mind as he filled his pot and sliced the quill what various fruits have flowed from those inkwells of the past for some comforts and honour quiet homes and plenteousness for others bitterness and disappointment i have seen a copy of poe's poems published in eighteen forty five by putnam inscribed by the author the volume had been bought for two thousand five hundred dollars think what that would have meant to poe himself some such thoughts as these twinkled in my head as i held up the parian bottle against the light admired the deep blue of it and filled my inkwell and then i took up my pen which wrote a grace before writing on filling an inkwell this is a sacrament i think holding the bottle toward the light as blue as lupin gleams the ink may truth be with me as i write that small dark cistern may afford reunion with some vanished friend and with this ink i have just poured may none but honest words be penned end of section one